big trend growing and revolutionizing the entire real estate market on what to invest, where to invest, and how to invest to grow your wealth. By shifting your investment from purely local to overseas as well, it just opens door for you to expand your wealth and benefit, both the visible ones and non-visible ones. Hi, this is Renee. For the past decades, I help early-stage investors and business owners to find the ideal property investment abroad that align with their financial goal. Today, I teach as well in my academy the necessary principles and skill sets on property investment. But it isn't that long ago that I lacked the experience and confidence to do so. During my journey in helping investors navigate their right investment path, I observed changes on market trends, missing components on investment assessment. Expensive mistakes and sometimes even traps that most investors have come across, which can just be avoided, only if someone has reminded them. That's why I create these overseas property investment made easy podcast to give you up-to-date insights, tips, and investment strategies, so that you can make well-informed and educated decision. On what to invest based on your very unique situation. If you are new to property investment, or if you have already the experience to invest but are now looking for inspirations and insights for your next investment move this very timing, you are in the right place. Now, let's just get started. Okay, so today we're going to talk about three additional strategies that you can put in place right here, right now, if you would love to potentially maximize returns from the current property that you have. Well, then you might be saying, "Well, I am just waiting and I'm still looking." Well, that's totally fine because I have something for you. After I cover. The three additional strategies that one can adopt for those who have a property in place. I have three additional strategies for those that who are just starting to look for property investments. So stick with me. Cool. Now I know that a lot of you actually holding properties for a little bit of time and then getting a bit of rental income and everything's been good. Then COVID hit. Right, and you might be wondering. Okay, so I might need additional cash, mainly to buy an additional property during this very, very interesting time when there is a chance of good bargain. Or you might have your own financial needs for additional cash for your own business expansion. Or you might be looking at something. That can generate secured returns in a very fixed, short-term period of time. So that's when you can apply the first strategy, that is refinancing and relocating additional cash for investment. So what I mean by that is, use the current property that you have. Ideally, is of course getting you like continuous. Passive income—that is the rent. 
since you might have bought it for a couple of years, there's a high chance that the value of the property has increased. And that's right, it has increased. So what you can do is take the property to the bank. Chances are they will have it valued. And if the valuation is higher than your purchase price, which you have been using it when you first apply for the mortgage, then you might be able to ask for another range of refinancing. That's the time when you can get additional cash for, well, it might be for business expansion. It might be for you to buy another property, which either you live in it or whether you just use it to buy another property that you can either buy to let or buy to flip, or you can use it to invest in something which is more secured. A lot of friends of mine actually pick what I call it the fixed income approach, okay, with high yield returns in place. That's most of them, they're usually like private mortgage trust uh, for a couple of like 12 to 18 months, which generate an annual returns of approximately like from 8% to 10% per annum. So that's somehow is higher than just putting in the bank, but then they get a fixed and less risky investment return. Good? Cool. So, but before you take this approach, it's important for you to pay attention on three things. Number one, work your numbers. See if the capital that you get from the bank through this Reeves financing process, okay? is going to be fine for yourself when you reinvest it okay do the numbers check it out okay so now you reinvest the money so together with the cost of refinancing that means the interest are you able to make the monthly repayment or restorement to the bank on time and do you have enough returns or cash flow to cover that without stretching you out. This is important. Okay, do your numbers well because I will want you to just focus on maximizing your returns while you surprise yourself with a lot of stress coming up. This is a very important point. Okay, so check the schedule of repayment. Check the schedule of you being paid, for example, every month in terms of your investment. Whether the schedule match, whether the cost can be all covered, and then whether or not, number three, that's number three, whether or not your stress are well taken care of, okay? This is important to prepare yourself mentally. All kinds of investment involve risk. So when you are taking the action to leverage it off the current property for additional cash to do additional investment, then there will be another level of risk involved. So you gotta sit down and ask yourself with all these pieces together in case of worst case scenarios. Are you going to be fine? 
How are you going to take it? How am I going to do with it? So I will advise you to talk to your investment coach on that. Okay, never, 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 never just rely on investment agent or sales agent to do it. Get somebody who is neutral, who can give you guidance and advice on your current situation. Somebody that could help you see things, the whole picture, before you make the decision. Okay, cool. Number two, property upgrade. So you might be leasing out a property. I know that many people have been renting their apartment for like five years, ten years, and then the property might have been worn out. So for all property, it might be a time for you to really. Revenuate it so that you, with the same property but upgraded version, will be able to rent out to people who are looking for something just nice enough and not too expensive for them to afford in the particular area that you have been offering. To give you an example, um, one of my clients is very smart, so. What he has done is, among old buildings, well, well, what we were talking about in general, are for very old two-bedroom apartments. They got things rated up for, I would say, a thousand five hundred US dollar per month. But then what he has done is he upgraded the renovation inside the property, and with the same layout, well. He get a rent it out for two thousand US dollar. So, guess what? It's still the same old building. It's still the same old property, but it is the interior, the touch up, the slightly differences that you add on your property that bring the value of the complete package. You get me? Cool. Now, another thing that you can potentially think about is to increase the numbers of tenants inside your properties. So it's more like a Airbnb concept, but it's more for low-tier workers. So using the example that I was telling you guys, some other people might use the old properties and have it. Well set up in a way that it can occupy to a group of low tier workers. So instead of touching it up and make it looking nice and decent for couples, they are actually targeting at low tier workers. So they again they do it nicely, but then they put in bunk beds into the apartments. So at the end of the day, I think they round up putting well. Eight to ten or more people in the apartments, and that is a corporate lease. Now, here, I just want to point out one thing: when you are taking this approach, this is important for you to check number one with the regulations. Okay, whether is this going to be fine on doing that? Okay, number two, check as well with the contractors on other settings, whether or not you will need to get approval from the government. Because all of these tiny little things 
it might vary from countries to countries. Okay, for example, Airbnb can be legal in some places, and it might not be legal in other places. So, all these strategies add up. The goal is to help you maximize returns, but you will want to consider as well whether it matches the legal framework and the cost of investment for all of these amendments and changes. Got me? Cool. So now you have number one. Refinancing. You have number two property upgrade, and you have number three changes of the tenant mix. So I hope that these three three strategy can help you out in maximizing the returns. But then some of you might be asking, okay, so what if I have never bought a property before? What would be the advice for me? Well, here you go. I have three additional tips for you. If you are just started, okay. So number one, look for places that comes with a low mortgage rate. Okay. So I have dealt with property investment in Southeast Asia, in Europe, in basically also in covering Asia Pacific. For emerging markets, say like、um, Thailand, Philippines, or even Myanmar, it is very hard for you to get. Financing, so that will mean that you will need to get a bigger lump sum in place for your first investment. Okay, whereas if you're looking at places like Portugal, that's where me and my partner have invested. Or、um, that is back in two thousand and yes, two thousand and twenty. That's around COVID time. You will be surprised that the interest, the mortgage. Rate that you are going to get is super low. We are talking about even foreigners. You will be easily getting below two percent or even less. Okay, so that is an important factor when we are looking for property to rent. Okay, or if you're looking for property to flip. Okay, you will want to make sure that in the worst case scenario, in case you need to hold it, your cost of investment is minimized. Got me? Cool. Well, we cover number one, low mortgage rate. Then number two, that is the financing facilities. That is the amount of finance that you can get off the bank. Again, let me use emerging markets as an example. If you are investing in places like Thailand, chances are you will need to pay in full. Or if you are talking about investing in places like China as well, you will need to pay in full, okay? But the time when I was investing in my hometown, Macau, or if you're talking about Hong Kong or even Portugal, you will be surprised that even as a foreigner in Portugal, you will be able to get 75% finance. Sometimes might be more. It depends on your financial background. So that. It's important because that's big leverage. You got me. That's big leverage. For example, for properties of say a million US dollar, if you only have cash on hand of say two hundred fifty k, and you choose investment opportunities, 
Okay, so you can consider to either go with the place of say a million US dollar and then put down 25%, which will be 20, uh, 250k. And then you can leverage it off with low interest rates on a property that will potentially grow based on the price of a million US dollars. Whereas if you invest in say, for example, in Thailand, which you will need to pull in full cash of 250k, that will be no leverage at all. And then you will need to pick smartly. There are many other factors as well, but that's how you see the numbers. When say, for example, these two property grow for say, just 10% for the first year, you'll be talking about 100k growth in terms of capital for your property in Portugal, whereas it's only about 25k in Thailand. Well, that is how the number varies. You get me? So again, of course, this is a simple way for you to look at the situation. There is always a matrix that you will need to look into. So talk to your coach, talk to your um, our investment coach on which way will be better for your financial situation at the moment. Okay, cool. Then number three, look for projects that include your renovation costs as part of the package. So what exactly does it mean? Now, when it comes down to picking investment opportunities, for sure, most of the time, you will want to get financing from the bank. So some kind of project, okay, that will involve renovation and some kind might be completely new. So you will want to consider those that have already factored into the renovation cost into part of the price because that's where you can leverage off the finance from the bank. Whereas if you buy completely a project or a property that is completely worn down, okay? Unless you're very experienced property developers or investment groups that have been handy or have experience in dealing with this kind of projects, chances are the construction finance, that will be another game. The construction finance that you are able to get will be different and that will be difficult for an individual. So if you are going ahead for projects or for properties, that you aim to turn it around, try to look for those that the seller comes together with the contractor to package up with a deal that you can potentially bundle things up in the transaction price and then get finance out from the bank. You get me? Well, in case there's any questions, you can email me. But these are the three strategies that I have in place for those that who are studying up. So you heard me talk about um, the Portugal deal. And then uh, for those that who are particularly interested on how me and my partner turn it around, even in COVID time, do a quick, basically buy and flip it and making a substantial profit. You can join the waitlist below because I am going to do a section and review exactly 
how we do it, when we do it, and what kind of price point that we get into that, so that you can potentially use it as a benchmark for your real estate assessment. Cool, cool. All right. So for now, I hope that this episode helped you out with some new strategies, and then let me know your comments and. For any other questions, feel free to drop us an email, and I will see you in the next episode.